Kevin Roberts, Worldwide CEO of Saatchi and Saatchi, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today. We're in the leadership seminar season. Uh, you've just lectured to the MBA students for, for two hours, and you've come up this year with a new term. It's called VUCA. VUCA. I'm describing the world that we live in, um, which has changed dramatically over the last 12 months. And I think we live in a VUCA world, which is volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. And in that kind of world, it means there's nothing but opportunity. But it's going to be, it's going to take a certain kind of people. It's going to take a certain kind of attitude. Yes, we all have lots of knowledge. You've been on the MBA program here. You've got lots of knowledge. You've been given lots of skills. But the attitude you need in this world to win is an attitude of being a surfer. It's about catching the next wave. It's about surfing it to the max. It's about being very agile and very fast. And it is indeed without strategy. But let's spool back to this time last year. You, you've, you've been in residence here at Cambridge Judge Business School since 2004. It's your last year as the business leader in residence. But last year, we were deep in recession. We may not be out of it yet. You referred to that. And, and you know, people were talking about the road to Copenhagen, green values. So how did you get from that volatile world to the VUCA world today? I, I think um, we overreacted last year and we uh, were shocked. We went into crisis, not recession. It was a crisis. And I think that um, the human spirit is fundamentally a optimistic spirit of survival. And we saw that in action. Consumers have moved. Businesses have moved. Bankers and economies and governments are still yap, 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 talk, talk, talking. But people have moved. They've understood and come to terms. They've reframed their lives. And they've said, we are only going to live once. It is going to be tougher. We do have less resource. But you know what? We're going to make everything count. We're going to make every decision count, be it big or small. We're going to respond emotionally, not rational, because we don't trust all these rational arguments people are serving up to us. They're self-serving. So we're going to follow our gut. We're going to follow our instinct. What we want from you in business is, listen, we want you to make the world a better place. We want you to make that world a better place for everyone. We want you to bring some joy and happiness into everything we buy. So it's just bigger than a purchase. You've got to give us not just value, but priceless value. So that's about the power of the consumers within capitalism. And it isn't any longer about a power just to purchase. It's a power that has ah, a value. Great point. It, it has a value attached to it, sustainability, changing Absolutely. the world. Absolutely right. The consumer is boss, but she's not the boss in consumption terms. She's the boss in terms of choice. She's going to make decision-making because she's fully empowered now through information and through technology. And the choice she's going to make, because she's informed, is to say, I'm going to be loyal beyond reason, to things that work harder. Not people that have meetings, companies have meetings and say they're doing things, but I'm going to choose those companies and those brands that offer, yes, performance, price, and all this stuff, but they're going to offer me sustainability, cultural, social, and environmental sustainability, because I know, I understand, says the consumer, that the world is going to get screwed up if I, the consumer, don't take action. And how can I act? I can act by my purchase decisions, and I will. And so that's a world without this reliance on data, because we're on data overload, no. on, on plans, on strategy. Whether you're, you're the consumer, you said that you're relying on something else. You're relying on instinct 
perhaps I would say intuition. Yeah, and you'd be right on intuition and instinct. The, we're all drowning in information. We used to be in, information was competitive advantage, but now we all have the same information. My kids answer my questions before I'm halfway through the question because they're just Googling the response. So that's open, thank goodness, to all of us. Right? So it's no longer competitive advantage. Knowledge, thank goodness the world is investing in education so that we are turning out now people who have more chance than they used to have. So what makes the difference? It's insight and foresight. And you get insight and foresight through intuition, through judgment, through decision-making. And consumers are saying, we got it, man, we understand. Forget all this strategy, information, data, interrogating the data. The data always tells you the same stuff. This is about feelings. It's about answering the question, how do consumers feel? Not what do they do or what do they say. How do they feel? And to do that, you need to be intuitively empathetic to them. And you don't like lawyers in firms, you don't like HR departments, you sack those. You believe in the power of the imagination, creativity and living your dreams. You think MBA students should go out from Cambridge Judge Business School and demand the world. Why? You know, I've been here eight years and so I'm very committed to the kind of people that you bring here because they come here now for the right reasons and the group that we just had today, I don't know if there are 130, 140 of them, you could sense the spirit. They were radically optimistic. They believed they could make a difference. These are the kids who go out with skills. They go out with the processes. They go out with enough strategy to sink a battleship, okay? What we've got to encourage them to do is to learn how to fail fast, learn fast, and fix fast. We've got to encourage them to seek responsibility, learning, recognition, and joy in everything they do, and to dispense that wherever they go. This is the way capitalism, inclusive capitalism, will thrive. And you said of all those 10 E's that you went through, enthusiasm is the, can move mountains. You, you, know, you believe in those 10 A's, E's, and you also believe in these MBA students. Yeah, a, a guy I really believe in is Tom Peters, and Tom, as you know, wrote In Search of Excellence, I guess, in 1982 with Waterman, and he's just written a book now called The Little Big Things, and he talks there about 19 E's, and I picked 10 of them that I think are at the heart of inspiration, and when you see these people, these are the people that will make the difference. They're the leaders of the tomorrow. They've taken a risk. They've taken a gamble. They've turned their life around. They've made a big choice. They've invested a whole year of their life plus substantial amounts of money, to invest in themselves and their ambition and their growth. They're the ones that can make the difference. What I wanted to do today was to charge them up with, don't go out of here and be average. You know, be enraged, Eva enraged. Get upset with what's going on out there. You've got to go out here and dream big. You've got to go here and execute. You've got to have enthusiasm and exuberance will conquer all. Because you've already got the smarts, the brights, the credentials. You're a judge MBA. You don't have to prove yourself in that. Now go out, stop getting things done, make things happen. And that's about creating possibilities and learning to, to lead, not to follow. It's learning to inspire rather than to lead, right? So that we should inspire people. I don't want leaders, I don't want followers, I don't want managers. I think all these people have been taught to be good managers, and they're obviously clearly good leaders. They wouldn't have got in otherwise. Your mouth curled down when you said good managers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd, yeah, I think management's a science that's overrated, and I, I don't think there's been much happening in... You know, if you've got Kaizen, if you've got Ginzi Gibutsi, if you've got Balanced Scorecard of TQM, then... 
You're going to be a well-managed company. Now, what's going to make the difference? What's going to make the difference is inspiring all your people to be the best they can be in pursuit of the company's dream. You do that, you win, you make the world a better place. Well, you always show, and, and you like to show, because you live in, in New Zealand with your, your three children and, and you're a family man, although you never seem to sit still anywhere and you certainly don't believe in the head office, you told us. But, but you, you show the, the All Blacks, the winning, ugly video, don't you? But, but you know, while you're a lion in the lecture theatre, you can go out and do presentations, you can grab hold and grasp opportunities. What about the introvert? Uh, you know, there's different styles of leadership and there's different styles of inspiration. Gandhi and Modelo were not the kind of extroverted people that you see winning political elections now in the UK and in France. They were much more laid back. So inspiration takes many forms. And uh, I don't think whether it's your introvert or extrovert that counts. It's whether you dream, it's whether you're empathetic, and it's whether you can touch other people. So it doesn't matter that you can't be another Kevin Roberts, uh, worldwide CEO of Saatchi and Saatchi. No, I hope there's only ever going to be more. They probably, many people would think that's probably one too many already. The role of business. You believe passionately, Kevin, that business can make the world better for everyone. You talked about the new value being blue, uh, not green. Is that the new politics? Yeah, I think if, you know, the role of business is not just to create shareholder value. It's not just to create customers. We have an obligation to make the world a better place for everyone. Inclusive capitalism is the only thing that creates self-esteem, that creates choice, that creates employment. And if you have those three things, self-esteem, choice, and employment, tension reduces. Haves and have-nots disappear because we can all strive, we can all be fulfilled. And I think turning the world, you know, Revolution starts with language, and green has been overused. The greenwashing has taken over. So our view is that we should create a world that is true blue, that is full of blue oceans, that is full of blue skies, that is full of opportunities, not limits, that is full of not obligation, but desire, that is full of action, not more meetings. So all this fear about recession, what's happening in the Eurozone, all of that is actually a possibility. You can create a possibility from it to rebuild the world. And you said it isn't going to be our generation. It's not the next generation. It's this yeah. MBA generation right. who are going to rebuild the world. You know, the, the reason I've spent eight years with the MBAs is that I fully believe that these are the people that will change the world. They have the knowledge. They have the skills. They have the ambition. They have the connections now. They have the network. Now what we've got to do is to fire them up with the belief and the dream. Because if not them, who? I don't think any other institution's going to do it. You know, I, I'm not worried about making the planet more sustainable. I want to help make the people on the planet more sustainable. You talked about your 10 years at the judge. What next, if this is your last year? What next for Kevin Roberts? Well, I'm going to um, follow one of my own principles, which is to fully integrate work and life. And I'm going to carry on teaching uh, at Lancaster University and at Auckland University because I have homes in both those places. And I feel obliged to help family, friends, and those two places now. I signed on at the judge originally for three years, and, and it turned into eight. I guess that's what happens when you're having fun. I guess it does. And certainly I know that I'll tell my grandchild and children 
that I was here listening to Kevin Roberts, CEO worldwide of Saatchi and Saatchi, in this Cambridge Judge Business School Leadership Seminar today. Thanks for the podcast. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure.